are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? This is Jeff Garcia right here at Locked On Spurs, your one place for everything San Antonio Spurs. Welcome back. It is the offseason. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it Brace yourself, everybody. It's going to be a very long offseason. Hopefully, things will get going as soon as the playoffs are over and the draft is ahead. What are we talking about today? We're looking at the chances of DeJounte Murray making, or at least getting that award for the most improved player. Let's just say our guest already chimed in. He said, nah, ain't going to happen. And then we're going to be looking at how big of the gap is between the current crop of NBA teams that are in the postseason versus the Spurs. You know, the Spurs want to make that playoffs. But just how big of a gap is it for the Spurs to reach that level? Who is the man who is joining us here today? Finally, we got him on here after a couple tries. He is Brandon Medina with San Antonio Sports Star, host of the Sunday Sports Grill. Brandon, we missed you here at Los, man. Yo, listen, you act like I'm just constantly denying the opportunity. No, 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 no. Yes. I, I didn't say you deny. I just say we've been trying to get you on, man. I'm, I'm always up to hang out with my boy, Jeff Garcia. You kidding me? The local celebrity himself? Absolutely. Always. Hey, hey, man. Hey, now. Had a chance. Hey, I'm, I'm not the one with the WWE uh, robe. So You're right. You're right. I have the Ric Flair robe on deck ready to roll. Do you, do you, do you wear that often or do you kind of stash that away? Listen, don't ask questions if you're not prepared for the answer, Jeff. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? So Uh-oh. I don't I want to keep this a family-friendly show. So <laughs> definitely I wear it often. <laughs> I bet the wife loves it, huh? Or your fiance. Absolutely. Your lady. I, absolutely. Listen, we have one shot. Every time I put it on, there's always an opportunity for possibly another. So who knows? But <laughs> I'm here to talk Spurs, baby. <laughs> Let's dive into this, man. All right. Look, um you, you look at the uh, Spurs season's over, obviously, but Hey, DeJounte Murray is getting a little tip of the cap by the NBA. He is a finalist for the MIP, Most Improved Player. He's going on against uh, John Morant and Darius Garland. Uh, Brandon, you made it very clear before we started. You said, like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, right? Yeah, I just – I think it should, 100%. It's just we've we've talked about this before, even here on Los and – you know, Spurs players are not known for getting the notoriety they sometimes deserve by the NBA and by voters and stuff like that. So, I mean, you look at how many all-star appearances uh, anybody not named Duncan had when it comes to yeah. Ginobili and Parker. And I mean, you know, this is this is nothing new. DeJounte squeezed his way into the all-star game, impressed, but um, he was not a uh, quote-unquote first ballot kind of all-star appearance. You know what I mean? He just kind of squeezed mm-hmm. his way in. And with this, it feels almost like a tip of the cap because who else is doing what he's doing right now right. at the position? And so, I mean, you look at it from last year to this year, I mean, he went from 15.7 points a game to 21 mm-hmm. points a game. Uh, the only other one, the one I think is going to win is Darius Garland, and he went from 17 to 21, not as big of a jump. Mm-hmm. Um, still very impressive, but DeJounte is only, I mean, the assists – the steals, yep. the the defensive uh, prowess that he has. I mean, the the minutes he's playing, the the just full, I guess, uh, the, the the full summary of his game is so much mm-hmm. better. But I do think because of the playoffs and playing tournament and how everybody has performed, I do think this is Darius Garland's uh, moment to win this uh, award, unfortunately, for DeJounte fans and for Spurs fans. But just to be even – in the conversation um, is exciting. I just don't, I don't know how we give it to Ja because Ja's kind of been a stud for right since he's been in the NBA. I don't know how we can mm-hmm. say 
he's improved that much. I'm sure he's gotten better, but he's always been an all-star caliber player since he's been here. And I think for DeJounte, he's the only one that wasn't a top five pick. So it's even more right. impressive. Yeah. And, and look, it, it's stiff competition, you know, jaw and Gar- Garland ahead of him. I mean, or at least in, in the mix with him. Yeah. It, it's going to be tough. And, you know, r- voters look at records. Voters look at how the team performed, Right. you know, the Spurs record wise, didn't have a good season. They're in the lottery. You know, they got bounced again in the play in and that shouldn't count, but it, you know, that's how the uh, voters look at this. You, you he, he was a, for a while there, uh, Brandon, he was a walking triple double. I mean, yeah, DeJounte was. was just dropping triple dubs left and right. That cooled off as the season progressed, but nevertheless, you know, another facet to his game is just how deadly he is on both ends of the court. Yeah, you know, you're right. I don't think he's going to get the award, but it feels like one of those acceptance speeches or, you know, like, thank you, but it was good to be nominated. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's what it feels like he's going to come down to, Brandon. Now, now he deserves it 100 percent though. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at the jump. I mean, he went from just just look at the strict numbers from last year, from 2020, 2021 to 2021, 2022, the whole year, the full year mm-hmm. scope. I mean, in both years, played a lot of games, right? He played all 67, 68-ish games. Um, obviously, he went through a few progressions where he maybe had to stand out a few here and mm-hmm. there, but overall, uh, from last year. His steals and assists, he had 5.4 assists, 1.5 mm-hmm. steals, and like about 16 points a game. Now in this year, we're up to nine assists, two mm-hmm. steals, 21 points a game. We're almost averaging a double-double right there as a point guard. Darius Garland, very similar, except he doesn't have the steal category. He doesn't have even the assists more uh, than DeJounte. So overall, it just doesn't make sense why DeJounte wouldn't win it. I'm just thinking if history was to repeat itself for awards like this, DeJounte, unfortunately, is going to get overlooked. Yeah, and um, yeah, it is unfortunate he's going to get overlooked, and you know he, he more than deserves the nod. I think um, the odds are, uh, at least Vegas odds are, you, you know, we know you talk about that on Sunday Sports Grill. The Vegas odds on him winning it uh pretty pretty low. You know, it, it looks like he's leaning towards, like you mentioned, Garland to, yeah. to walk away with the award. But you know, you know, this is not a slap of the face to Murray if he doesn't walk away with it. I mean, we know what he's did. We know how big of a jump he made. I mean, I I knew he was going to make a jump. I didn't think it was going to be this big of a jump this right. season, uh, this past season, Brendan. I thought it'd be you know just a typical progression, but not all star. You know, making it. And of course, yes, I I know he got in because of an injury thing with uh, Draymond, but he still made it nonetheless. You yep. know, he's being nominated right now for the MIP award. Um, you know, he's kind of would you say he's a household NBA name or he's not there yet? I don't think he's there yet, but just because okay. I don't I don't think Darius Garland is a household NBA name yet. And so it'd be unfair for me to compare the two without giving the other the nod as well. And um I think in San Antonio, hundred percent he's a household sure. name. Yeah. Um in Texas, he's a household name. I think when you start talking about the casual NBA fan, no, not yet. Not, I mean, there's there's a lot of players, though, that I think um, are not household names that maybe should be. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. uh, I think he's just unfortunately in that category. But I think after next season, if we see something similar, 
I mean, you can't deny this guy's going to be a, a legitimate superstar, not star, mm-hmm. but a legitimate superstar for years to come if he can continue progressing, continue to – I mean, he has the defense down, has the assists and mm-hmm. court vision down. If he can become a legitimate scoring threat, something DeMar DeRozan S, which he's not far off, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking we're talking about a, a legitimate franchise piece. I have jerseys. The jersey's on the way. I'm ready to roll. I'm full Ooh, on he's the got it. train. Yes. He led the league in steals per game at two. No, yep. he's the best steal guy. And which is impressive. Team, That's crazy. Which is very impressive. impressive. Yeah. To average yeah. to, to average two steals. I don't think people realize how hard that is in, in the NBA. I mean, you look at that and it might sound when you talk about, you know, just you and your buddies playing pickup, it might sound like easy money, but when you talk about the NBA and how hard it is to make professional ball players turn over the ball at a consistent rate where you're leading the league at two. I mean, it's, it's, it's a legitimate threat. He's a legitimate uh, stopping point guard where you put him on from the one to the three and that man is going to lock you down as best as he can. And it usually is, is some of the best defense you're going to see played on the floor. Absolutely. And, you know, again, making him a lethal two-way player, at least, you know, probably, you know, be, you know increasing that lethality next season. Right. Uh, he's, he's, he's big on defense. You know, I think there was a, a social media back and forth he had with DeMar DeRozan towards the end of the season. And DeJounte was, you know, talking about getting steals from players and DeMar DeRozan chimed in and said, Hey, you've never picked one off of me. And then uh, DeJounte, you know, got fired up because, okay, you shouldn't have told me that, you know, I'm coming at you next time. So, he, you know, he really relishes the defensive end, yeah. uh, which the Spurs definitely uh, need uh, because, um, you know, defense wins titles and the, the Spurs definitely have the proof in the pudding that that does happen. At the end of the day, look, he's probably not going to get it. But, again, I, I just see this as baby steps in his progression. We forget, too, Brennan, he's still a kid. He's what, like 24, 25, you know, in, in mid 20s, you know, um, I guess not technically, quote unquote, entering his prime years yet, although he, I think he's inching close into it already. Um, but yeah, what, we're, we're, we're not far off. He's just we're making, not a, far he's, he's make, he's yeah. making a lot more money than me, but we're about the same age. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, he's 25, so we're both not, yeah. 90, not 96 kids, if you can believe okay. that. Um, but one thing he said during the All-Star game and after the All-Star game, and I get your thoughts on this, is that he doesn't want to be a one-hit wonder. Do you hmm. think Do you think he will repeat as an All-Star next season? All things considered, you know, uh, fresh start, maybe Dream on Dream. Green doesn't get hurt. You know, it took a, it took a little finagling for him to make this All-Star team. Uh, it did. It did. I do think... I think he's going to be a legitimate all-star next year. I think we're talking, I mean, I I, I mean, first ballot usually is saved. That that, that term is usually saved right. for, for Hall of Fame. But I'm, I'm thinking, you know, first round of voters in, I mean, we're going to see DeJounte up there for sure. Uh, right. I, I don't think, I mean, is he going to be a reserve? Absolutely. I'm not expecting him to be a starter, um, but he should be a legitimate all-star, especially after the showing that he had this year. I think when it comes to the Western Conference, uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a better all-around point guard than DeJounte Murray. Yeah, and uh, he is one of the best. He has the respect of his colleagues from Draymond Green to Steph Curry uh, and many others that always uh, talk high praise about DeJounte. Look, you know, odds are he's not going to get the MIP, but, hey, you know, he is the most improved player, at least 
for the San Antonio Spurs roster is concerned after last season. Hey, you know, we're talking right here with uh, Brandon Medina of San Antonio Sportster and the Sunday Sports Grill. He's going to tell you everything about his show in just a few minutes. But I want to talk to you about price picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Price Picks. Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this. We all know you will too. And look how how, how awesome it is to have Brandon on because that's all he does is fantasy football, <laughs> fantasy stuff. So maybe Brandon can tell us more about what he does on the fantasy side on his show later on the show. Uh, look, it's easy to use. You pick two to five players and over and under on their projections. And you can win 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. The entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's very easy. It offers safe, uh, fast withdrawals, and you can get the app on both the App Store and Google Play. It offers a variety of options. You can pick from point scores to rebounds, even steals, and it allows for mixed sports entry. And look, they got college basketball, football, NFL, MLB, MMA, soccer, and so much more. For a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. You get 50 bucks for free. If a player in your first Price Picks entry scores a single point, but you got to use code NBA. One more time, exclusive offer right here for the Locked On fans. Sign up today and get yourself a $50 off for free, just right there, just by using code NBA. If a player in your first Price pick entry scores a single point, once again, go to pricepicks.com. And hey, while we're talking about picking players and betting and whatnot, hey, I want to talk to you about betonline.net. It's your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. You know, Brandon, they really they already have the odds at Bet Online if Pop is gonna come back. And wow, it's a, they got it. Let me get your thought. 10 to 1 odds. Would you take that? Wow, 10 to 1. That's pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah, so and that that's for him to come back. For him to come back, yeah. Listen, I think that's probably on the money. I think he does come back. I'm mm-hmm. not touching it because there's not enough money to <laughs> be made. made. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. Better line is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and so much more. I love going to uh, bet online. It gives me all the NBA props, all the NBA futures, even lines on the uh, current playoff games going on right now. Head to the website today, betterline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Betterline, where the game starts. Let's get back with Brendan Medea, San Antonio Sports Star's very own. And we're talking about uh, DeJounte Murray and the Spurs. Well, the current roster as constructed. Got to keep that in mind. Versus yep. the playoff field. All right. So we just finished talking about DeJounte Murray, and he's leading, you know, this young buck crew into the next chapter of the franchise history. But current history shows that the Spurs have not made the playoffs in what about two, two, three years straight now? Um are we so so we're not we're not at all counting in the uh the play in the play in or the bubble no. stuff. Okay. No, no, we're we're looking at making the playoffs. All right. They, all they right. have not made the playoffs. I just want to make sure. Time. I just want to make sure because I don't know if Jeff Garcia is the one that, <laughs> that, that hands out participation medals. No, know. no, no, no participation medals here. Um the players want to make it. Vassell said it, Murray said it, Pirtle said it, they all said it, but they came up short again, oh. losing in the play-in. Again, back-to-back seasons. Yep. But 
Brandon, you've been watching the NBA playoffs right now. You, you, I've noticed, I've noticed the increase in physicality, the increase in speed, the increase, and just all around upping everybody's game. Based on what you saw this past season and in the play-in game for San Antonio, mm-hmm. how big of the gap is for the Spurs to be playing at that type of intensity? You know, are we looking at two, three years away next year if they get if all the draft picks go right? Did the pair of play-in tournament games that they played help them get ready for that level? I'm—I'll tell you my opinion a bit, but I got to hear what do you think? How far away are they from playoff basketball? This is a 2025 project, in my opinion. 2024, 2025. I think we're about two years off from being legitimate. Let's go get it, you know. Yeah. Let's start. Not even contending necessarily, just straight up. Let's let's have some physical games in the playoffs where we're a five seed, a four seed, something like that. I think we're we're not far off. Now this could all change dramatically right. for better exactly. or for worse within the next six months. Um, it's going to be big time. Obviously, you have the opportunity to take quite a bit of capital when it comes to the draft lottery and the draft itself you have three picks i, I think i read recently you have like a little mm-hmm. bit over a 50 percent chance of going in the top 10 right now with mm-hmm. one of them um top 10 picks are gold in the nba man for whatever reason I mean, it's not like we're seeing constant all-stars every year uh but top 10 picks are definitely uh very vital to an organization whether it be that we're picking that 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 player there or we're trading that pick away and i think for the most part there's there's no need to to look at a project anymore for the San Antonio Spurs. We're looking at straight up pieces that are going to help mm-hmm. win games. And with that, I just don't even know. What do you think, Jeff? Do, do we pick one player? Do we pick I two know. players? Do we do we pick no players? Are we just moving straight up? Let's go get some ballers that we know can hoop and not some questionable, uh, you yeah. know, eighteen year old kid that was a one and done or two and done. So I don't I don't, I don't know where we're gonna go. All I know is the Spurs, right. the Spurs. Obviously, lost to the Pelicans. The Pelicans now are competing pretty well as well with the Phoenix Suns. I mean, it's not a complete blowout over there. And I mean, they beat the Clippers right after us. They're facing mm-hmm. the Suns. They're down one zero. Um, can can I believe that the Spurs can beat the Pelicans as soon as next year? Easily, with no problem. But can I fully trust and invest in the Spurs to have? a competitive seven game series with the Phoenix Suns or with mm-hmm. the the you know Memphis or Minnesota or Denver or Golden State. I, I don't know yet. I think we can compete, but not to the point where I'm betting on the Spurs to to win that series. So I think we're about two years out. Hopefully some really, really good either draft picks this year or some really good free agents and trade necessities that can help boost this team. But I think we're one all-star away legitimately from being a playoff team, and we are one all-star and one superstar away uh, from legitimately going back to uh, hopefully the promised land. As of right now, as presently constructed, this Spurs team, I think the the gap is huge. It's huge. I don't think they're ready for this at all. Yeah. uh, I disagree. I disagree. Pretty heavily, to be honest with you, brother. I know usually me and you are, are very yeah, much yeah. On, on 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 the mm-hmm. same topic and same frame of mind. But I think if Keldon can improve even just a little bit, man, if it, it, it Keldon's three starter improve this year, 
Defensively, he needs to get a little bit better, um, especially when it comes to just his court vision and, and, and the attempts he makes at passing. But I think overall, Keldon can definitely improve to be uh, a stud. You know what I mean? Maybe not an all-star, but a very good superstar. I see Joe McCullum as, you know, second guy where he's right. – He's maybe not the number one dude, but he could definitely go get some buckets game in, game out. Um, Lonnie's most likely going to walk. I don't. I haven't seen much about what we're trying to do with Lonnie, but if he moves on, that's sad for us. But I think you know it's next man up, and I think maybe Josh Primo can turn into something. But I think right now you have a legitimate all star with Dejounte. I think you have an absolutely stud of a pick with Keldon, who can possibly become a superstar, not an all star, but a superstar. And if you can draft somebody. In one of the three picks, um, and it's going to have to be that high one. I don't see you getting the talent later on in the 20s. That's more of a project. But if you can draft somebody that can come in and help take this offense over as a big man, that's what we really, really need, brother. You know Mm -hmm. this. We have guards. We have a guard play. We need a big man who can compete with the physicality that we've seen in the Western Conference because that's the big thing. You're looking at, you know, if you're going to go play against Denver, and you're going to go play against Minnesota, and you're going to go play against Memphis, who's always been gritty. Those all have gritty big men who are going to just ground and 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 I mean grind and just constantly, you know, give it to you in the in, in the middle of the paint. And you need to be able to uh, to offset that. And Jakob is just not the answer, unfortunately. And as good as Jakob is, he's not going to compete with Carl Anthony Towns. He's not going to compete with Joe. Right. I mean, he's not gonna compete with Memphis because Memphis is just absolutely just one of the one of the toughest teams, and they're always a gritty team. And obviously, you look at Stephen Adams and players like that; they're just not gonna give up easy buckets. They're gonna make you work for it. So, when you talk about that, and you talk about the Pelicans' loss, you look at how that Pelicans' loss went down. Valanciunas killed us. I mean, Valanciunas, another big, right? Another big, yeah. Brandon Ingram, a stretch big. You had you have to be able to compete with these Western Conference bigs. And that's not going to happen until we get one of our own, whether that's, again, through the draft, through somebody who's proven a little bit more, or if you trade and maybe sign somebody in for agency, we need to, we need to definitely fix that part of our game to, to compete at the level we want to compete at in the next few years. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see it, as, again, as presently constructed. I'm not to say that they won't be a playoff team. I think they will, but I think the gap is just so wide right now. Yeah, and, that, and that's my thing. I think as presently yeah. as presently constructed, I think the pieces are there. You just need to add a big man and one more score. That's what I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying, hey, let's blow this thing up. I'm, I'm no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I think as presently constructed, if all you lost was Lonnie Walker, or and and maybe you kept Josh Richardson or whoever, right? If all you lost was one or two pieces, whether it be Lonnie and Josh or anybody. Our losses want to be, and you add a score and a legitimate big man that doesn't even have to be all star level, just really, really good, mm-hmm. right? Again, wink, wink, Miles Turner still out there. We always talk about this, right? Uh, that's that, that that's good. That can progress into maybe an all star level. That is where you start closing that gap a bit. That is where you start filling in um, the pieces that you need to to compete. And I mean, if you had a Miles Turner or somebody like that or a young rookie that's a really, really good big that could not even – I'm not asking for 30 a night. I'm asking for mm-hmm. 14, 15, and 10 boards. That Pelicans game might look a lot different. We might be you know, here competing against the Suns. All I'm saying is you are one big man away, one legitimate big man away from being in the conversation in the playoffs, and I think you're one big man and a scorer 
away. And that could come from the already mm-hmm. you know present day team that's just growing and, and being better next year. You're those two pieces away from legitimately competing with the best in the Western Conference, in my opinion. Yeah, and and again, um, you know, not, I'm not knocking this young squad. I mean, they, they got some ta- there's some talent there. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's still, it still needs time to cook. Um, not saying so, send these guys back to the G League, and not saying that at all. All I'm right. saying is that it ain't gonna happen. Maybe not even next season. Do I wow. see them? being in the uh, maybe moving up a little bit in the play in I can see that you know maybe not the 10 seed maybe like 8 or 9 so what but... do you think in your in your opinion as somebody who professionally yeah. obviously your your complete job is following our San Antonio Spurs right? that, that that's that's yeah, that's right, your right. thing what do you think the Spurs need to get over the hump? What is it that they're missing that they don't have just yet? Well, I I think seasoning still um I think I think even if the like, I would have been fine if they made the playoffs and and got uh, curb stomped. I would have been fine with that. Just let them learn, you know, um, at what it takes to play at the playoff level. Not to say the play in level was just as you're talking straight playoffs, right? Play straight playoffs. I would have liked. I think maturity wise, they're they're not there yet. They're still young. Okay. Uh, you know, um, you know that goes beyond the X's and O's, the stats. You know, just maturity and i think they still need that um a little bit too you know i don't know tell me what you think about this is i think they ended the season really good the regular season but you know i don't think they were truly tested you know they 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 played uh a, a blazers team that was in the tank uh the only game that i saw them really 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 show something to me was that denver win on the road um Everybody was bubble wrapping their players towards the end of the season. I I didn't know that was fool's gold, mm-hmm. but I need to see them get tested more. I need to see them test other teams. And we saw a, the beginnings of that, especially the, the post-All-Star uh, break. We started seeing that, and that's good. Those are steps in the right direction. I need to see, I need to see some consistency out of your two top players. But now, okay, fine. DeJounte was sick. You know, he didn't end the season well physically. He was out for a handful of games mm-hmm. and comes back and plays in a play-in game. Well, practically, because he played that final game of the season, but he looked a little off in that game. Where was Keldon? Keldon went MIA. You know, he got a little heat going in that second half, but that was it. It was just too much, too little, too late. You know, can these guys step up? I, to me, there's still a little bit more questions about this team than okay. answers. Okay, and I think next season we'll start seeing some more answers. And you're right, you know, uh, you know, if Lonnie is the only one that dips, I think they should be okay considering the draft picks. You got Jay Rich still there, but Brandon, I, I look at this team and I'm not knocking them. I just, I just see the gap to playoff level basketball to current Spurs level basketball. Right, just but my, a little wide right now. My thing is, Jeff, is what is the gap? What are we talking about? Who are we comparing and contrasting uh, with this team? Who are you, you know? They saying, they don't have is... yeah, they don't have solid stars like stars like the CJ McCollum, you know, the multiple All Star guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't they don't have a Embiid. They don't have a Tatum. They don't have. But that's you know, what I'm saying. So you're, you're talking. You're talking like title race guys. You're not talking like competing in the playoffs guys. Because if you're talking Tatum and Bean, we're not even seeing those guys until we're already you know three 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 games or three well, uh, 
three different, you know, uh, playoff appearances in. We're talking about yeah. a first round, a second round, and then finally into the finals. So, I mean, I'm talking just straight up Western Conference to compete. Mm-hmm. Realistically, it's I don't think it's going to take that much, man. I really don't. I mean, you look at the you look at the Pelicans. The Pelicans have been on the radar for a mm-hmm. while, right? For a good while, and they could never just figure it out, right? You had injuries, you got trades going on, you had Zion, right? Yeah, the Pelicans absolutely smack San Antonio at home to end the season. One of those last games. Then mm-hmm. they come back, only win by what ten to go into the into the following into the play on the, the playing tournament. And a lot of that was Brandon Ingram and and, and McCullough. I mean, you had a score and you had Brandon Ingram and Valanciunas, two big men, right? If we can stop that with having our own big man and Keldon continues to grow as a score or Vassell or whatever, I don't think we're that far from a team that like that who is competing in the playoffs. And that's the absolute bottom of the barrel, right? They're going right. against the Suns. They're going to get smacked mm-hmm. most likely. If you're talking about competing as far as with the Mavericks and with the Jazz, I still think if you can add one score, whoever it may be, right? Maybe you, we were talking about it on my show, the Sunday Sports Group. Could you package picks to get a Dame? Could that happen? Mm-hmm. I don't I'm down. Know. I don't yeah. know, but I, I do think that definitely is a possibility. Could you package picks to get a Bradley Bill? That could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're talking about players who are already unhappy in their current situation, who are making money that you can definitely afford and can pay out if you want to. And then you're also talking about an upcoming free agency class that's way better than last year's. You're talking about a, a draft class that seems to be very, very good at maybe some pieces that can come in as role players or six man or whatever the case. I'm not seeing as many stars as maybe I once was, but there definitely could be some surprises. I just think as a whole, this is a great draft for big men where you're not going to have to spend the capital you might have to at free agency and you can go trade or sign a legitimate score and we're right in the mix. You're looking at the Jazz and Mavericks, uh, the way this this uh, this rivalry and this playoff game mm-hmm. series is going. I mean, the Jazz kind of fell apart this last game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You look, you look at you know, you look at Spider, my boy Donovan Mitchell is having to do a lot by himself. You're looking at Rudy Gobert, who's never been a scorer, and Mike Conley, who definitely couldn't couldn't buy a bucket against Dallas. Yeah. And I mean, Dallas is competing at a very high level. And what do they have, really? They have very good role players, and they have a legitimate threat. And then now Jalen Brunson's becoming that guy. And that's what I mean. Can Keldon become that guy, that next-in-line dude? I think so. Can Devin Vassell become a legitimate role-playing guy that scores a lot? I think so. If, the, if we're saying DeJounte is going to be a legitimate household name by next year, all-star for sure next year, then we shouldn't be that far off if we had a few pieces. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, you know, we'll see. It was right there. You know, they need a few more pieces. So, again, they're not ready yet. Uh, the, the maturity level, what I was mentioning earlier, still needs to work on it. Pop Again, Pop said it. Our youth showed. Our youth showed in this loss to the Pelicans. Right. Uh, they're still young, so I think you combine all of that. I mean, it's like I'm like we're disagreeing with each other, but we're also agreeing with each other. We we disagree on maybe their path, but we agree that work still needs to be done. Well, because um, that's the thing you need. I think, yeah. But but do you need? Let me ask you because it's it's always a topic of discussion too for sports talk. Is mm-hmm. do you need a veteran on the squad? Do you need a legitimate veteran on this team mm. or can you trust a young team? Because you look at, okay, just to put it in perspective, and I know I'm going to get heat for it because a lot of people disagree with it, but whatever, this is my opinion. Yeah. 
the Suns do not make the finals without Chris Paul. You can put anybody in that in that position. That doesn't happen without Chris Paul. So oh, he's the engine. That's for sure. He's the engine. Yeah. But you take away Chris Paul. We're not even talking about the Suns as the top one seed at all. I don't think so whatsoever. And that's my opinion. I, I don't think the Suns even have the discipline or level of intensity that he brings to the floor as the general. Do we need that? Do we need somebody that is that guy? Do we need a, a veteran for us to take that next level? Is that what it takes? Because the Suns were very good and had very good pieces, but they were never going to get over the hump without Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Now we, we see how they uh, respond whenever he's out. You know, right. And, and, and that's, the flounder. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So what do you think? Do you think this team, like when you're talking about free agency, when you're talking about, and I guess you could consider, you know, the two names I threw out there that are just kind of pipe dreams, but also realistic if you think about it, when it comes to Bradley Bill or Damian Lillard, they're mm. definitely veteran type players. I mean, I guess you would consider them veterans because they've been in the league for a while, but I mean, Chris Paul's just a different level of veteran, right? The, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a once in a generation type point guard. And so mm-hmm. when you, when you look at that, that's what that team needed to go forward and get over the hump to get into the finals, at least to have a chance to compete. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the San Antonio Spurs, do you think we need a veteran, whether it's a big man, another really good role player, a scorer? What do you think? Is that necessary for this young team or can this young team get over the hump by themselves? I, I think to hurry up, the get over the hump, you bring in the vet. Okay. Um, if you're going to stay, you know, status quo and do a full on youth movements we're seeing right now, then it's going to take some time. But the problem is, is like what veteran is going to come to a team that's not even close to even sniffing the playoffs. Right. You know, you know, you, who's going to want to come and do that. It'd be different if San Antonio was located in New York city, you know, maybe that'll compare, but it doesn't happen that way. You know, as everybody knows, LMA was the only, the lone big free agent name ever to come to San Antonio in this franchise history. And yeah, you know, I think you got to put a product on the court first to attract um, a, a veteran that's willing to be help a team get over the hump. Now, Jay Rich, you know, credit to him. He's doing the best he could in the short time that he, you know, by the time the trade happened, the, the few games he got in. And, but that's like an example of a type of veteran you need. You know, he you see him fueling Primo to talk smack on the court. You see him, uh, you know, trying to get into the head of his own teammate, Zach Collins, not to be a, a you-know-what, but just to get him ready, you know, for big games, as he talked about it with one of the media sessions about, you know, messing around with Collins. He, you need that. And he's embraced the role. And I think you need a player uh, a notch above Jay Rich, you know, uh, at the Chris Paul level to put them over the hump but yeah this is such a great question it's a good debate like just how far away are the spurs from making the playoffs uh, we're talking with brandon medina he's with san antonio sports star he's gonna be talking about his show in a few seconds but this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to keep up with all the parts you need that's why you got yourself rock auto look you got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket on your cell phone. Just go there right now. See everything they have to offer for your make and model. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't go spending up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same part from a chain store or car dealership. You can just simply go to rockauto.com. The prices there are reliably low for every customer. And 
They have an easy to use website. You can find a solution to your auto part needs. And they got everything you could need, such as brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Yeah, again, go explore their very easy to use website. You want to go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, bots? So they know that we sent you. An amazing selection of reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We're back with Brendan Medina. He's with San Antonio Sports Star. And uh, we'll be talking about his show, Sunday Sports Grill, in just a few seconds. But, Brandon, great. That was a good middle segment because now that the dust has settled, the season's over, we get to really evaluate where this team is at right now. We have a full season plus playoff yeah. game uh, sample size. You, you know, before I let you go, you look back at the Spurs season plus the play-in, what would your grade be? And would you say they exceeded expectations? I'd say they exceeded expectations for sure. Um, and I think you're still going to end up with uh, a really good turnout too, especially with picks and capital and stuff like that. So I think uh, if I had to give it a grade, I would give this a, uh, a B minus. That's what I'm okay. this. This is a passing grade. You exceeded my, I was expecting a C plus C minus maybe, right. You ju- just to get over the hump a little bit. Um, you gave me a little bit more. You gave me a little bit growth, right. We're not experts yet. We're not, you could use some tutoring, you know what I mean? You could definitely help out a little bit, but overall, I think this is a is a is a B minus is a B minus grade for the San Antonio Spurs. And I think when it comes to making moves for the future, I think this was an A plus. I think right. the add of Josh Richardson, the trades that you did make, the capital that you did get, especially with the draft and stuff like that, you set yourself up for an incredible uh, summer and end of the year. And I think this year in 2022 is a pivotal year in the San Antonio Spurs franchise. And I think when we look back at 15 years at 2022 and me and you are older and still drinking <laughs> way too much, um, I think we're going to look back at this and say one of two things, either the Spurs got it right or this is where it all went wrong. So hopefully right. we're saying the, the first and not the latter. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think they exceeded expectations. I, I, I pegged them to be, you know, blazer-esque you know at the bottom of the barrel that's what i thought they would be yep. uh but they showed some grit they showed competitiveness they um several t- players made strides strides obviously murray and Keldon with the three shot you know Jakob. you know remember w- the beginning of the season it was the spurs go as Jakob go that was a thing everybody in the beginning of the season that was a thing because he was mr double double uh so you yep. saw him make his strides uh, you, you saw Trey Jones come on late, filling in for uh, Murray when he was out. Uh, Lonnie Walker finally stopped being cons- inconsistent and a lot more consistent. And, that all, was- happened, and all that happened with, I think, the move of Derek White, too. Like you you yep. needed to lose one to let the others kind of flourish. Right, exactly. And then low-key, man, I'm keeping my eye on Devin Vassell next season. Oh, yeah. I think this, I think this kid is – I think there's something here, man. There is something here. And it goes beyond the court. Brandon with me. I love the way he's kind of no nonsense with uh with the media. Remember uh earlier in the season he called out his teammates? I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love that. He's definitely a locker room leader for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh as, he, yeah. as, as as far as what it seems like. So you need those guys, you need those guys who are no nonsense because obviously uh at the end of the day we're we're here as fans and they're here as players to to do one thing and that's to win a championship and so you need guys like that to to keep the motor running absolutely and so i like where this team is going it's just 
how far away are they to close the gap? Hey, you heard our thoughts about that topic. What do you think? How far away are the Spurs from competing at a playoff level? As presently constructed, keep that in mind. So just looking at the roster as we have it right now. And also, what do you think about DeJounte Murray? Likely not going to make the, uh, well, get the award for the MIP, but should he get it? All right, Brennan, we need to know everything about your show, the Sunday Sports Grill. Uh, what are you, Tanner, Quinn, all, all, all you knuckleheads talking about over there? Oh, man, listen, we're having a blast, brother. We talk a lot of sports betting, especially lately. We've transitioned from the NFL to basketball, and now baseball sports betting has appeared, of course. So we talk about that. Fantasy, basketball, baseball, football. We talk about uh, pop culture. We talk about movies. We talk about what we're streaming. We talk a lot about uh, family and fun. It is just a wild, wild show. It definitely is one of the best, I think, here in the city. And so you can find the Sunday Sports Girl every Sunday from 11 to 1 p.m. on the San Antonio Sports Star that is going to be here in San Antonio, 103.3 FM and 12.30 a.m. And then, uh, as always, we're always live on Facebook, YouTube, everywhere you can find uh, all that good stuff. So we're there, man. It's myself, Quinn, and Tanner. Um, we have a fun time, dude. It's a good time. It's definitely the best way to wake up. If you're leaving church, if you're going to church, if you're going to grab some barbacoa and big red, it's a, it's a perfect time for everybody. So definitely go check it out. And then you can follow me on Twitter at big poppy. Brandon M is where you can get all the awful hot takes that I drop and, uh, probably get addicted to betting and sneakers the way I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you be, you've been warned now. You, he, Sneakers galore at his sneaker, Twitter, yeah. Right? Sneakers galore, and lots yeah. of lot, lots of bets that uh, yeah. hopefully do not get tracked back to me if they're losing ones. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon. And by the way, uh, did you see that Tony Parker is going to be uh, sharing his uh, pop culture nerd collection with San Antonio? I did see that. I did see that. We'll see. We'll see what goodies he has. I know. I listen. I have to have. I have to show it to you. I have to frame it one of these days. But I have a signed autograph legitimate right from like 2006 ish mm-hmm. autographed rap cd from tony parker that french rap cd oh. he dropped come <laughs> on brother come on brother. balance toi i i've been i've been there and i've been here and listen you know sometimes you got to go through the french rap to appreciate the american rap you know what i mean sometimes you got to go through uh <laughs> that that side of things but that was a wild time and I, I i just saw it recently with my dad and i was like man i gotta show jeff this the fact that i have a sign like who for, everybody forgot about that cd but i have it and not only do i have it it is signed by the man himself tony parker that is uh that's actually a fun collectible you got there that's so 100%. much fun i remember he got gassed up because he rapped at at one of the championship parades. I was the there. Outdoors. That was in 07, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was there. I think that was, uh, th- listen, different times, right? Tony Parker drops a rap album in 2022. We're not giving this a second thought. In 2000 and whatever, everybody was buying that rap album at every every flea market you could find. Oh, man. I, I remember with the cover, like, he's like wearing like baggy pants and, yes, a, and a, tank, a tank top. It is a perfect snapshot of the 2000s era. Now, uh, Brandon, you got to share this on your Twitter timeline so everybody can go there and check it out. Just take yes, a picture of it. Yes, I will. Be, I'll be sharing that soon. That will get eyes. Let me tell you right now, that is something that will definitely get some eyes and give uh, Brandon some uh, followers over there at his Twitter timeline. Make sure to follow uh, Locked on Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. We are now on YouTube. Nice. YouTube numbers are doing really, really well. We appreciate that. 
Also, subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast: Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, the uh, rest of uh, everywhere. You think of a spot, we're likely there. And we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. The playoffs are in full swing. Check out Locked On NBA shows that are representing the playoff teams from the Nuggets to the Pelicans to the Grizzlies to the Bucks to the uh, just every team you can that's on the field right now. Go subscribe to them and check out what they have to say. So for Brandon, Big Poppy, Medina, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.